Welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible for working moms. Yes, even for you. I'm your host, fellow working mom, Jenny Stemmerman. Each week, I'll bring you practical real-life tips to help you focus on the things that matter most in life and to help you be the best version of yourself in every area that God has called you to. Ready to build a life that rocks? Let's go. Hey guys, I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today on the show because today we have a special guest that we are diving into talking about fun in our lives. And we're going to be talking about fun through intentional travel. If you've missed the last couple episodes, we have been talking about being more intentional in just about every part of our lives. We've talked a lot about being intentional in our finances, being intentional in our health. And I feel like this is one of those areas that we forget to be intentional about. I mean, being intentional about fun is not always at the top of our mind, but maybe it should be because this is one of those areas that really overflows into all eight areas that we talk about. Now, if you are new to Your Life Rocks, those eight areas that we're talking about are your faith, your marriage, parenting, career, health, home, finances, and lastly, friends and fun. And, you know, although we're talking about fun and how it overlaps into all of the other areas, friendship is definitely one of those areas that should be fun as well as life-giving. Now, speaking of friendships, our guest today is one of my closest, very good friends, and she's been on the show before, so you might be familiar with who she is. Her name is Amber Sandberg, and she is the host of the Mom Inspired Show podcast. In addition to that, Amber is a mom that wears many, many hats, one of which is a travel agent. And so this is an area that she's very, very passionate about. She helps many other families be intentional about planning meaningful vacations because it's not just about the vacation. It's about everything else that it provides. Now, in true Your Life Rock style, this is going to be a bit of a workshop where we're going to be talking about the different types of travel and really giving you tips on how you can take action to make it happen for you and your life for your family. Now, before we get into this interview with Amber, I have to tell you that before we started recording, I just got hit with the giggles. Has that ever happened to you where you were just laughing about something and you're like, I have no idea why? I think it's because Amber and I talk pretty much every single day and she's been on my show before, but I don't know why, but for some reason, just the idea of me interviewing her around this topic just made me giggle. And I think part of it, now that I'm looking back on it, is because She's kind of like my secret weapon when it comes to living intentionally in these types of things and the things that matter the most about creating memories with my family. She holds me accountable to it and she gives me a lot of great ideas and she's going to be sharing a lot of really great ideas with you in this episode as well. I also want to thank all of our Life Balance members. Life Balance Membership is a special program all designed about helping you create more balance in your life, helping you define what it is and create it in your everyday It's full of courses and resources to help you do things like design your ideal week, create a morning routine, and help you grow in all areas of your life. We have a special community just for members where they're always receiving podcast bonus materials, extras from our guests, and monthly group coaching. If you're interested in becoming a Life Balance member, you can simply do so by going to lifebalancemembership.com to learn more or upgrade right inside your Life Rocks app. I want to thank our members because our members are the ones who support this podcast and keep it going each and every single week. So if this podcast has blessed you and you want to help support it, become a member and you will get all of the extras that go along with it as well. All right, now let's get into my conversation with my good friend, Amber Sandberg. Amber Sandberg, welcome back to Your Life Rocks. It is so fun to have you back on the show. 
<laughs> Thanks for having me. I know this is going to be a blast. Oh, absolutely. We were just giggling a ton before we even started <laughs> because we're already having fun. This is going to be yes. great. Now, you've been on the show a few times before, and I talk about you quite often on the show, but just for anyone who doesn't know who you are or what you're about, can you remind us who you are yeah. and what you've been up to since last time you've been on the show? Yeah. So I think I was a travel agent the last time I came on, but just to remind people and then for the people that are new, um, my name is Amber Sandberg and I live right outside of Nashville, Tennessee with my husband and two little girls. And I am also a podcaster. Jenny's been on my show, the mom inspired show, and I'm also a travel agent. So, um, I love talking about travel and inspiring moms and all that kind of fun stuff. This is why I get along with Jenny so well. Absolutely. We get along super well. So <laughs> this is going to be really fun because this is one of those things that I think we, you know, as we talk about like living intentionally, and we talk about that a lot here on Your Life Rocks, mm-hmm. but, but I think travel and fun is not necessarily one of those things, at least fun is not one of those things that we automatically think about. I need to be intentional about having more fun in my life or, or to create these memories in our life. And that's truly what you're all about. And that's one thing I love about you as even a friend and, and just an influence in my life is that you're constantly reminding me of living my life with intention when it comes to having fun, enjoying my family, building relationships, friendships, um, and you know, it's funny because every time we talk about that kind of stuff, it usually comes down to vacations or trips or where am I going to yeah. take the boys for their birthday or spring break or what plans do we have for summer. It always comes back to travel. So share with us a little bit why you are so passionate about travel. You know, it, I, I was thinking about that question since you told me to think about it ahead of time, but um, I don't, it, I don't know where it all comes from. Uh, one, I was doing an episode on my podcast about travel and I was thinking about that. And um, one thing that I can think of is when I was two, from two to four, um, I lived in England with my parents. My dad got transferred there for Ford. And then when I was 10, we moved to Australia for a year. And I don't know if it's because it just was ingrained to me at such a young age, it kind of just subconsciously, you know, is there all the time. Um, but one thing that I really love is just experiencing new places and just having those fun adventures and just getting away from the house too. You know, I think it's so easy because I don't want people to just think that you have to go on these exotic vacations and, um, you know, spend all this money that you can also you know, go on smaller trips and do those kind of things and still get that same result. And I just think it's sometimes good to just get away from where you are, all the responsibilities and just be able to make those memories. Cause I feel like it's easier to be more present when traveling, you know, just taking in all the sites and the experiences and stuff like that. And I just think it's, I think it's easier because we know what day-to-day life, it's all sometimes merges together. But when you think about vacations, it really kind of bookends like those memories and those moments. And I don't know, I just think those are really great things to have in your life, especially to look back on too, especially with kids. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know every trip that I've been on, whether it's with the kids or just my husband, um, but you like, there's a different way that you prioritize your time and the things that you're giving attention to when you're on vacation than if it's just, you know, a Saturday at your living room that you're spending. Exactly. It's very different. Your like mindset is very different. Right. Yeah. And I love this. So we are going to be talking a lot about um, different types of trips. So long-term planning for trips and being intentional about what those big milestones are. Um, and then short-term. And here's the thing that reason why I wanted to talk about long-term is because 
I know for me, I'm naturally a dreamer type of a personality and I have kind of these daydreams about different things where I, I speak into like what this is what I would want my life to be like, but then I get so busy in the day-to-day -day life that I forget. Like if I'm not making a clear goal and an action plan towards that, time is ticking away. I mean, just an example, my mm -hmm. older son, he's going to be 14 this year. And I remember back when he was a little kid, like two, and my husband and I would be like, yeah, we want to show our kids the world and we want to really create a lot of experiences for them so that they can really see different cultures and, you know, all of those different things. And here he is 14 and his global travels have extended to Canada and Mexico and we live in the United States. And so <laughs> while we, I feel like we've provided him a lot of experiences, it really kind of puts it into check to be like, oh my gosh, I'm almost 40. He's almost 14. Like we're getting older. He's getting older. And have we really been intentional with our long-term planning? Not not saying that it's too late by any means for us, but just you really, if that's where your priorities are, you have to be intention. So talk to us a little bit about those long-term vacations and why it's important to be planning for them. Yeah. And even just going back to what you're saying, you know, even as you and I being friends and that's a whole different topic, you know, that I try to keep you accountable with going on vacations because Absolutely. Gage is almost 14. And so I do think it's good to have those people in your life to kind of, you know, be there to be like, hey, don't forget because life goes on and it goes by really fast. And if you're doing like things like Jenny, Jenny has businesses and she's working, not working, whatever, you know, all these things, it, the time just keeps on going. So you always think you're going to have so much time and then really you blink and a year's gone by. So uh, I think that's where long-term planning for vacations come into play because I really love long-term thinking for vacations because I'm a natural planner and I like to think about it, dream about it, like you were saying, Jenny. And um, But I also like to try to make it a reality. And um, I think that is why I love being a travel agent because I can help others do that, especially if it's not their strength. And so, for example, my husband doesn't like to plan. And so I'm always dragging him along, you know, and trying to get him to decide things and stuff like that. And so for those of you that don't like to plan or you have spouses that don't like to plan, I totally feel you. But the thing is, is if you don't start planning, it most likely is not going to happen. And so what I like to suggest to people who are trying to think of the bigger vacations, like bigger meaning they're going to cost more money or the logistics is going to be a little bit harder to figure out. I really want to suggest to you guys to like start thinking about it. So this is why you would come to me, for example. Okay. So we would, you would come to me and we would start brainstorming some ideas and then we would figure out how much are these trips going to be. So I have people reaching out to me for a 20 year anniversary next year. So right now we're kind of working through where they want to go. So they literally have an idea of a river cruise or all inclusive. Well, those are two totally different trips. And then and then you have to figure out how long do you want to be gone. And so those are the kind of things that come into play to start narrowing down what you want to do, what you're capable of doing, and how much you want to spend. Well, a river cruise is, river cruise is really expensive. So if you don't realize that, you may be like, oh man, I can't do that. But maybe you can do a really nice all-inclusive. So then let's start setting money aside monthly to figure out how you can save to go on the trip. And so going back to the long-term planning, it goes back to your decisions of what you want. So you're going to have to sacrifice money today to be able to go on those trips unless you get like a really big like lump sum or a bonus or something like that that you know you want to set aside. But for most people who don't get that, you need to start being intentional today and start putting money aside. And that's where I can help because not everybody, what I've realized as being a travel agent 
is people really underestimate how much things cost. So I really get people coming to me saying they want to do these grand things and then their budget is $3,000 when really the budget should probably be like $7,000 for a family of five going somewhere. So I think you have to be realistic too on what you want to do and how much you can spend in order to start planning long-term. I love this. This is so good because, and this is why I, I love talking to you about travel because you have the experience with working with so many different clients about it and what's possible and what's not, not possible. But going back to what you said in the beginning, which I think is so key is to have those, those accountability pieces. And even right now, if you're listening to the show, you can be accountable to yourself to say, you know, am I doing the priorities that I say are, are my priorities. So one of the things that you're always doing as my friend is reminding me, you know, I'll set these goals. Like this is where we want to go and we get all excited about the trip and then life continues on and it's like, oh wait, but then there's this and then there's that. And you're constantly bringing me back to my priority, which I think is a key conversation that we should have another time when we're talking about friendship, Yeah, but having those friends that hold you accountable to the things that you say matter most to you, but then even just having that own accountability for yourself to have that included as part of your monthly check-in with yourself to say, am I still doing the things that I said are my priorities or have those priorities truly shifted? So when we're looking at these, these long-term milestones or, or events that we might want to start really thinking through the logistics of what are those bigger events that people might start planning for or want to at yeah. least put on their radar? Right. So for example, I'm around a lot of people that are hitting their, you know, 15 year anniversary and 20 year anniversary. Um, there's a lot of 10 year anniversary too, if, if they got married a little bit later. Um, but a lot of people are turning 40 um, or getting close to turning 40. And I'm already having those conversations with my friends, but as, also as a travel agent, I'm saying like, my friend, her husband's going to be turning 40 in 2020. We're already starting to talk about, he wants to go to Paris and London. And, you know, so it's, so if his birthday is in December, December, 2020, okay, we're already starting that conversation. Now we're not going to plan it right now, but we're going to start moving towards that. So, because they're probably going to want to go in fall, they're not going to want to go during December. So that's another thing, depending on when are your big anniversaries or big birthdays. And then probably going a year out to really start thinking, okay, what is your budget? What, what are you looking for? Where do you want to go? And all that kind of stuff. So for me, I really like people to think about those big birthdays or big anniversaries a year out to like, if, if you're not coming to me, just start like thinking about that, start doing the legwork, start brainstorming and figuring out how much you need to put aside. And something else too, that I realized, because like I said, my husband's not strong in the planning department. And I would always kind of get like frustrated and, and be like, Oh, I wish he was really good at that. What he's really good is like tech stuff on my podcast. Okay. So he's really good at other stuff, but he's not good in this kind of stuff. So I want to like put out there that if you have a spouse that is not good at planning, this is where I come into play because I would be happy to walk alongside your spouse and figure out a trip that like, say, if you're going to turn 40. So Jenny, it'd be like me getting together with Tim and being like, Hey, Tim, let's figure out an amazing trip for Jenny. And so that if Tim, if that's not his strength, then I can come alongside him and surprise you. And it can be the most amazing trip. Or if you want to surprise your spouse with an anniversary. So 
I, those kind those kind of things, like why I put that out there is because sometimes you could be sitting here thinking to me, listening to me thinking, well, yeah, I'm the one who's already good at it, but it's my husband who's not. And I really would like him to plan something. I get tired of planning everything all the time. Well, that's where I can come into play and also help him. And then that way you can truly enjoy the surprise and then also make your husband feel like he did a really good job. Oh, I love that so much. I remember when we first started talking about that. <laughs> and at first I was like, oh, would I want to be surprised with a big trip like that? Like that might be, I don't know how I would feel about that. But then at the same time, like it would be pretty amazing. Just be kind of swept off your feet and your yeah. amazing trip as a surprise. I think that that would be incredible. So you're really thinking like one year out, big mm-hmm. birthdays, big yes. anniversaries. I mean, I right. remember when you asked me, you're like, so your 20th anniversary is this mm-hmm. year. What are you, where are you guys going? What are you doing? And I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> maybe out to dinner. But then I was like, oh, you know, that is something to celebrate Yeah, is that we've is. been married for 20 years. And that's, yeah. that's not just, you know, nothing. That should be something that's really celebrated and, and having, using, using that as an opportunity for our marriage to kind of come closer together with a vacation and a trip and that kind of thing. So you're saying to kind of identify what those things are Mm -hmm. for you and your, in your life. Um, and then to start planning one year out. Now, one of the things that we, we didn't necessarily touch on when we are talking about long-term, we talk about our birthdays or our anniversaries, wedding anniversaries, things like that. But one of the things that um, I have decided and I've talked to my husband about as well is arranging a special trip for each child when they turn 16. Like that's just me and them. Because my husband does something special when each of our kids turns 10. So our youngest will be turning 10 this year. So, and it's not a trip. Like he takes them out to like a shooting range and does like, you're a man now kind of like, you know, (laughs) kind of like he lets, he lets them like drive his truck out in the middle of nowhere and Got it. Like okay. It's, it's yeah. manly bonding stuff that he sure. does. But I was thinking, you know, when they come to be 16, it would be great for me to take them on a solo oh, trip. Yeah. That means something to me. Yes. So this is the kind of stuff that I think is important to be intentional about, set your priorities on, and then start looking at some of those logistics. So it's not just me mm-hmm. <laughs> daydreaming, but really putting it into practice. So looking at where you want to go, when you want to go, how much will it be? Is there anything else that we should be thinking about or as we're kind of starting to lay the the groundwork for planning for some of these longer term well yeah and 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 um i'm not talking about this for the the show to be like oh buy this but one of the reasons we created so we created a a vacation planning tool and even if you don't buy this off my site the whole point of it so that you guys understand why we created this so that you can do this too if you want to figure it out on your own is um is there's this planner that we pretty much have made. And what it does is you put in the birth dates of everybody in the family and the anniversary date. So it will calculate, you know, you'll scan down and you'll see in 2027, how old your kids are going to be, how old you're going to be, how long will you be married in 2027? And then that way you can kind of back up and go, okay, so you know, Jenny's anniversary, the 20th anniversary is this year. And then Cody's turning 10 this year. Um, now I know you said you're not doing a big trip, but then Gage is turning 14. So two more years, he's turning 16. So you think about that. Like if you were trying to figure out, like we want to go somewhere on our 20 year. So you would be putting that in, um, is your 20 year in November? Yeah. Okay. So November. Okay. So, so in our plan, in our, um, spreadsheet, you would be putting in November, 2020, that 
Jenny wants to go somewhere. So that means, so right now, because we're, it's right around the corner compared to like planning a few years out or something, she would need to think about where does she want to go? Maybe because we're shorter on time, we're going to have to do something less so that you're not spending a ton of money. Okay. So then you have that calculated like, okay, so we're going to spend, you know, an X amount. And so that means it will calculate for you that you need to be putting $300 a month aside to be able to get to your goal in November. Now you think about gauge you put into April, 2021. Okay. I'm doing math here. Um, so I think that's the right date, right? 20, 2021, he'll be 16. I think so. <laughs> okay. Yes. Cause he's turning 14. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes so, yeah, so okay. Yeah. So April 2021. So Jenny talks about um, taking Gage to Halifax and stuff like that. So we'll use that. We're going to say that's $4,000. Okay. So we're going to put $4,000 in the 2021 no, um, April category. And then it's going to calculate how much money do you need to start saving now on top of the 300 that Jenny needs to go with Tim for her anniversary. And so say that's $200 a month. So then now you're looking at $500 just for those two trips to be able to fund all of those. So what I'm saying to you guys is I think a lot of times it gets really overwhelming because you're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? But that's why it's good to start earlier because then you can save smaller amounts of money because you have more time. And again, that's why we made the vacation planning tool so that you you can do it and you're not having to try to figure it all out and make, you know, Excel formulas. If you're not an expert in doing that, that can be a pain in the butt. So those are, those are the things that I would highly recommend to you guys is that to work backwards so that by the time your kids graduate, you're not kicking yourself going, okay, so I really wanted to do A, B, and C. And we didn't even do any of those. Yes. And this is why I love this so much and, and why I think it's so important. And it's been such a gift for me is it's one thing to daydream about going these places. And then you start to look at like actually making it happen. And for some people, it, it, you put it into the, like the planner or whatever you're using for your budgeting software. I use the vacation planning tool. Um, so I'll put it in there. And there are times that I'm like, yikes, that's a lot of money yeah. to be putting aside every single month. But then it's not just that, well, I can't afford to go, so we're not going to go. But what can we do differently so that it does fit in better to our budget? So then we're still making progress and going forward. It's not just like, oh, I can't afford to take him or we can't afford to go on this big vacation like I wanted to. So now we're not going to do anything. So which do you recommend for people to do, to think about where they want to go or how much they want to spend first? Well, you know, when you were talking just now, I was just thinking, because I know you've had to change trips because of whatever is going on in your life, because mm -hmm. I know that as a friend of yours, um, I, I think too, when it involves kids, I think it's good to probably have like an ABC um, like, so what's, what's the top that you want to really go to? What, what's the next? And then if all else fails, what would you still be happy about doing that you still would feel like that feels good to you? So then you know that if you have to drop down to the C option, they're still going to be happy, but maybe it's going to really cut the cost so that you're not like, oh my gosh, we can't, we can't do A. And so um, I was just thinking about that as you were talking, because I think it's always good to involve the kids and ask them what they want to do, especially if it's for them. And then also just breaking it down to be realistic. Like, Hey, so if we have this much money, we'll be able to go here. If, if money's a little bit tighter then we're, then we're going to have to drop down to B. And then like, if money's really tight, buddy, like we're going to have to do C are, and are you okay with that? And if they're like, yeah, I'm okay with it. Then you can feel good too. And not have that mom guilt that you're like, Oh my gosh, I said that I wanted to do a, and now we're 
now we're not, but you can still feel good that like, Hey, okay, we're doing C. So with that said, okay. Um, I really would think about, I would think about where you really want to go, especially if it involves the kids and you only have so much time with them before they move out of the house. I would think about where, where they want to go. And then I would figure out how much it's going to cost. And that is where I come into play because it is hard to figure out how much things are going to cost. Um, so then if you were to come to me, so Jenny came to me and I would help her, you know, quote some things out, then you can decide, wow, this one is going to be way too expensive. We can't, we can't do that one for sure. So that's kind of what I would do. And then I would just have some, I would have a couple ideas so that you don't just feel like that's the only thing you want to do and you can't afford it. And then it just stinks because you're like, well, that kind of stinks because we can't do what we really want versus like having a few options. And then whatever option falls into that price point, I think will be like the best fit for you. So that's kind of like what I was doing with the, the couple that wants to do the 2020 anniversary for their 20 year. Um, they're, they're saying their budget's one thing. And I, and I'm like the river cruise is probably not going to fit your budget. So we're going to have to move over here. So they were flexible. They were like, okay, these are the couple things that we're looking at. And then it's like, and this is kind of how much we want to spend. And then that way I can figure out like, okay, this is what you're going to need to do. If you are really like, if you want to stay strict on this budget, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes total sense. And even while you were talking, I was like, oh, what would be my ABC for like my 40th birthday? That's fun to daydream about, to think, okay, like A would be a trip to London, B would be a trip to New York, and C would be like a great weekend at a local spa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I could get excited about any one of those three options. Yes. Yeah. And you know, even for me, so I turned 40 last year and Jenny knows this, but, um, you know, I really wanted to go to Europe, um, for my birthday. So my birthday's in January. So it's limiting, like if I want to go to Europe and it want to be freezing. Um, so a lot of times you think, okay, you need to go somewhere warmer. If you want to go around January, your birthday, or you decide to move it and celebrate it in the summer to go to Europe. But the thing is, is I have young kids. And so I didn't want to leave them, leave them for a long time. So in a perfect world, me turning 40, I would have had older kids and felt comfortable leaving and we'd have people to be able to watch them easily. That is not my life story. So I had to decide, okay, what would be the next drop down, which would probably have been my B, and that was to go to Scottsdale and Sedona because in January, the weather is gorgeous. And so that is what we did. I was able to get a direct flight from Nashville to Phoenix. So that made me feel good. And then also it wasn't as expensive. And so, um, so kind of like what Jenny's saying about her 40th, I do think it's good to have those things so that even if wherever your budget is, because we all know, like, and this is my scenario right now, we're saving for air conditioners, which is not fun. So life happens. And then sometimes that can knock your budget. And then you're left there going, wow, we can't, like, we can't really justify doing this when we need an air conditioner, especially in Nashville when it gets super hot or a furnace or whatever it is, uh, a car and stuff like that. And so I think it's good to always have that A, B, and C. So you feel like you're winning, that you're not like, yeah, you may not be excited about going to C as much as as you would to whatever your A is, but you still will be like, I'm doing something special. And maybe next time I can do something different. I love that so much. So I think we're going to have some fun with this in our Facebook group 
<laughs> to kind yeah. of talk about like, I'm just curious, like what other people would choose for anniversary or their birthday or for like their kids' birthdays, what their ABCs would be. Cause there could be some great locations out there that I'm just not even aware of. So uh, we will definitely be talking about this in the Facebook community for your life rocks for sure. So before we, we, we get too lost into this, cause I feel like we could talk about this all day long, but I want to talk sure. also about the short term because this is, I think it's fun to daydream about those long-term bigger trips and start really, you know, planning in that intention, but also, you know, spring break is right around the corner. Summer is going to be here really soon. You know, there's all these other opportunities that are coming up that, that might not necessarily be these huge trips, right? So talk to us a little bit more about those short-term um, trips or vacations or opportunities that we have. Yeah. So I think the short terms, short term, um, trips are good to know, um, that you really kind of need to be on top of those a little bit more. And what I mean by that is I think a lot of times people think about them really last minute, which is fine, but then you're going to find that you may not have as much selection as you would hope, um, if you would have planned a little bit ahead. So my rule of thumb is to always think about six months out or so if you have fall break around fall break, you probably need to be planning spring break. If it's Christmas, you probably need to be thinking about summer. If it's summer, you need to be thinking about Christmas. If you care about going where you really want to go to, or if you want to have more options. So for example, I have a client that they are going to um, a resort and they asked, Hey, is there actually any oceanfront available? Guess what? It's all sold out because spring break is literally around the corner. So they have to go somewhere that is not as close to the ocean, unfortunately. And that's like an issue. That's the issue with waiting last minute. Now, it's totally fine. You can do it. But if I were to guide everybody and if you wanted to get what you wanted, I would say, I would say, let's do six months ahead, um, five months, you know, at the tops, if you really care about where you're going and stuff like that. And, um, also too, if you don't have passports, then you really got to be on top of it. So we can jump into that more if you want. Um, but you can't like, you can't go, Oh, I want to go international next month and you don't have passports for the kids, you know? So mm -hmm. those are things to think about with short-term trips. Yeah. I mean, I highly encourage everyone just to get passports for their kids just so you never, you never know. You never know when you might have an opportunity to, to go on a bigger trip or, or to make something happen. And so to have that just done and taken care of. Okay. So now I have a question for you because yeah. as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, cause I'm, although you and I are friends and you keep me accountable, I am still horrible at planning these kinds of trips because life is just a little crazy and you never know what's going to be around the corner. Right. So right now we have no plans for mm -hmm. spring break, which is fine. Yeah. We'll probably, yeah. you know, just do some things local. Um, but so should I start planning for our fall trip or should I spend that time, money and effort planning something, trying to put something together for spring break or for summer? So I would think about where you want to go. So for example, um, for me, we generally don't go anywhere for summer. Um, so, so that doesn't, that's not a big stressor for me. So that's not everyone's scenario and it will probably change as the girls get older. We generally go to the beach for fall break. So for me, when it comes April and May, I really need to think about booking for October because things are going to sell out or I'm going to have um, not good options and stuff like that. So I would, so, and also going back to spring break, we're not going anywhere either just because of those darn 
air conditioned units. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I, you know, we're just going to do something little. Um, so I think you have to decide what's the most important break. So if you can't do all of them, um, do you feel like you'll want to go away in the spring or do you feel like you're going to feel really antsy that you didn't go away in the summer? Or if you do the fall break like we do in Nashville, are you going to feel like, oh man, I really wish we would have gone somewhere. I think that's, I think that's what you really need to think about for your personality. Um, what you're going to feel like you missed out on the most. Sometimes I don't mind being home in the summer. It doesn't bother me. Our subdivision has a pool and all that stuff. However, I do feel it a little bit more, I will say at Christmas, but because it's so expensive to travel, um, we just don't. And so I, I do feel like I find myself being like, I really wish we left. And so I think you need to decide when, when are the moments that you're probably going to feel really like if you were to see somebody on Instagram or Facebook posting their vacation pictures and you're like, ah, I really wish I would have left. Figure out those times. And those were the times that I would prioritize. If you can go every time, that's amazing. Not everybody can do that. Um, so I would pick the one time that you really want to go somewhere and then work that way. And then if you can add more trips, then awesome. That's awesome. That's really good advice. I love that. And I love too that you mentioned, you know, thinking about those, those points of times that might trigger you to be like, yeah. oh, you know, when you see other people going on trips or that kind of have that mom guilt. But I think it's also important to, to really recognize and know yourself. So, I mean, obviously it's easy to travel in the summertime because kids are out of school. Um, and for me, my careers have always been, for whatever reason, the summers are a slower period of time. So it's easier yeah. for me to arrange time off and to, you know, to be with the kids and it's just easier. But I think it's the same way for everybody. So every place is crowded. I don't like crowds. So for me going yeah. to like Disneyland in the summertime feels like, no. like that seems like torture. torture. I would yeah. rather not. You need to go in the shoulder season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's important to kind of think through some of those things too on, on what are those priorities. And even those like short term, you think about like those small trips. So for example, one of the things that we were looking at doing this summer, I don't think I've talked to you about this yet. Maybe we have, maybe not. Um, but well, last year for our anniversary, when I was looking at Airbnbs to go away for the weekend with my husband, I found this Airbnb that's on this lake right on the coast. And it's like the perfect like you think about that perfect beach house or um, lake house where there's like, you could go kayaking or fishing or like whatever. And it's this big house with this huge lawn that goes right up to the dock. I'm coming. I'm like coming. it's amazing, right? <laughs> I'm coming with you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that expensive. And I was thinking that's that awesome. would be great for like a long weekend, just a couple yeah. nights, not like a full yes. week, but just a couple nights to take the kids and play yeah. and rest and relax. And I wouldn't necessarily have to take time away from work. And you know what I mean? Like, and it wouldn't be that expensive. So kind of thinking through some of those little, little things that you can yeah. do too, just intentionally to have more fun. Well, yeah. And you even mentioned too, not on the show, but like maybe taking the boys to Seattle and stuff like that mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, you live in Oregon, so that's easier for you to do. So wherever you live, I would really challenge you to think about. So for us, we can get to Atlanta and the aquarium's really huge. That's like a fun side trip that we can kind of do. That's not going to break the bank. We can drive to it easily. It doesn't take forever to get there. And so wherever you live, where are those you know, four, like five, un, five hour and under trips that you can do and, you know, still make it feel special. Even if you're not flying to Costa Rica or something like that, you know, though the kids will still have fun doing those kind of things as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as we're thinking about these long-term trips, short-term trips, like little micro <laughs> trips that we want to be planning in there, 
talk to us a little bit about just how do how do we be intentional about all of those things? How do we map that out and and really make it purposeful for ourselves and for our families? Yeah. So I have a few bullet points that I want to go through for things for you guys to sit down and, you know, kind of talk it out with your uh, husband or if your kids are old enough that you can, you know, talk to them about it. But I would sit down with them and, you know, if the kids are old enough, like I said, to figure out what kind of trips or vacations do they want to do and what is important. So um, for example, do you guys have a travel bucket list? Is it important for you to see certain things while the kids are home with you? You know, some people don't have that and they don't care. Like some people have lake homes and they just go to the lake home or they have a boat and that's what they want to do. And that's totally cool. So you have to, you have to figure out like what is, what is important for you where some people really want to, to save all their discretionary money to go to these big travel bucket list places and check them off and, you know, travel the world. Um, also we talked about this before the price price is important. So what does that mean? It, it, it doesn't mean that, um, you know, just because it's expensive that you can't go kind of like I was saying with the vacation planning tool, you just need to start backwards and, and go, how much do we think this is going to be and work backwards to see if it's actually going to fit into your budget. Also, would you rather go on mini vacations or would you rather go on one big epic vacation? So those are things that you guys have to decide as a family, what's going to be important because you may find that the kids actually want to go to the lake, to the beach or whatever every year, and they don't care about going on a safari in Africa, but you may be thinking that's important to them. Or you may find that they're like, we are willing to forego going to the beach. Now, if you can do both of these things, then hats off to you. That's awesome. But I'm talking to the people who really kind of have to like sacrifice and maneuver things to make these happen. Um, you may find that they're like, we're willing to forego that so that we can do this epic vacation. Um, a few other things too. Do you have a special place that you like to go to? And Jenny, I know that you guys like to go you know, to the coast of Oregon and, and go there sometimes. And um, you, know, you, probably, you have fun memories there and stuff like that. And it doesn't break your bank. For me growing up in Michigan, uh, a lot of people go what they call up north, even though Michigan is north, but <laughs> it's closer to the UP. And so they go they, they say we're going up north. And so that's Traverse City, Mackinac Island, all that kind of stuff. And people just go there. That's what they do. And so here they tend to go to the beach, they go to the Gulf. And so, um, for me, that's what I'm doing with our girls. So even if we don't go on a big vacation in a year, I always try to go to the beach with them. Um, even, and I'll tell you, they're not even a week long, mainly because of school, but even if trying to watch the budget, just so that they have that memory. So if that's important to you guys to have that nostalgic um, memories, when they look back, do you want that in their lives? I want that for my girls. I didn't have that growing up. For me, I lived in different countries, but I didn't have that like, oh, we did this every year and my husband did have that and he has such fond memories. And I'm like, oh, like, oh, I, I, I wish I had that. I wish I had that place that you go to and it's kind of- Like just, a tradition. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 It sparks the specialness in your heart. And you know that I feel that way about the beach. And so um, do you guys want that? Do you have that? So those are the types of things that I, I suggest that you sit down and figure out what is important. Now, some of them, you may just have to talk to your spouse and override the kids. Okay. Cause if you think that's important for um, you guys as a family, um, that's just something to think about. And then also, are you the person that never wants to go to the same place 
you know, more than once. There are people like that. They do not want to, they're kind of like, this is a waste if we're going here more than one time. So if you're married to somebody like that, but then back to what I was just saying, oh, making special memories in the same place, that might be kind of challenging. So these are all good things to figure out of what you really want to do. What do, what do you want it to look like as you're raising kids and with your spouse and stuff like that? And the last thing is, is I don't want you to fall into the trap of just only doing vacations or what I like to call trips to seeing family. Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how many times people have said to me, the only vacations, if you can even call that a vacation, okay, um, trips are to see family. And I can tell that they have so much resentment around that, which I don't blame them because you're not then making family memories just for your immediate family. So if you are in that predicament, I would say, why don't you try doing every other year? So if your family doesn't want to come to you, then I would say, hey, this is the off year. We're going to go do our own thing. And then next year, or if you want to come here, you can, but next year we'll come back because I've seen too many times that families like five years, six years will go by and they still have not gone on a family vacation, just the immediate family. And I feel like you really miss out on those, you know, family bonding times just with your immediate family. Yes. And oh my goodness, I totally relate to this because my dad and my sister and like my whole family, they live a couple states away. So for many years, that's our, that was our vacation was going to see, my, going to see my dad. That was how, yeah. because you only have so much vacation time yes. to take off from work. Yep. So it's, you know, and, and, and it's, there's like part of that guilt of like, well, uh -huh. you know, yeah. that's family and we want to be around them. But I'll tell you, sleeping on a half blown up air mattress in my dad's mm -hmm. basement is no yeah. vacation. That's what I mean. Ever at all. It's a trip. It's a yeah. trip. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, it's a trip. It's not a vacation. But one of the things that I've been talking to my dad a lot more about lately is us planning family vacations, like yes. going, not going to his yeah. house, but let's all yeah. meet someplace and yeah. vacation together because yes. there's no reason because it, it's also not comfortable for them to come over here, you know, right. because it's, you know, the same old thing. And they'll be and sleeping on a half air mattress too. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And being like, so what are we eating tonight? And what's for breakfast? Yeah. Yep. You know, it's just not the same. So, but if we all like we're intentional about let's plan a trip to go to Maui or let's plan a trip to go to this place or that place. It makes it a different experience, but yet we're still having that valuable time of me spending adult time with my dad, which is priceless and my kids yeah. bonding with their grandpa and you know, that whole bit. So, um, I do think that there's some other ways of working around that. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And that is a good, that's a good option too. Like thinking about generational vacations, like, is it important to you vacation with your parents and your kids, grandparents, and also maybe aunts and uncles and cousins and stuff like that. So I think that's why it's good to just sit around and really prioritize what's the most important so that when you look back at that list, you can feel good that you're hitting least the top three, right? So you may not hit the, like if you have a list of 10 things, I, I would hope that you're hitting, you know, one to three of those so that you feel good about it. I love that. I'm ending it with a little bit of grace. <laughs> I love it. Well, this is so great. Amber. So if people want to learn more about you or use your services and what you do for vacation planning, how would you recommend they reach out to you? Yeah. So you guys can always go to mominspiredshow.com. But if you are wanting to set up a free consultation where we can brainstorm um, about some ideas, you can go to mominspiredshow.com 
forward slash travel and just you can pick a time um, and a day that works for you and um, and then we'll just chat on the phone. You can also, I know so many people just like to shoot messages um, on Instagram or Facebook and I'm totally cool with that. So you can find me at Amber Sandberg on Instagram as well as Am, um, at Facebook. You can find me at Amber Sandberg too. So just message me. You can just say that you heard me on the show and you want to just talk about some vacation ideas and I will respond. Absolutely. And we will link to everything, Amber, including the Mom Inspired Show podcast in the show notes page by going to yourliferocks.com. And Amber is a member of the Your Life Rocks Facebook community. So feel free to yeah. tag her in the group with any questions that you have. I'm probably going to tag her when we do a poll um, around what your ABC. Yeah, I want to hear what like. people say. I know. Yeah. I'm very curious. I'm like very, yeah. very curious. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited to learn from everybody. Well, Amber, thank you so much for coming on. It was super fun to talk to you over Zoom versus Voxer, which is yes. how we normally talk to each other. I had a blast. Okay, seriously, when I say that Amber and I talk pretty much every day, we talk pretty much every day. And I would say maybe once or twice a week, the conversation turns towards travel. She truly does hold me accountable to the things that I say that I want to do. And it's so great to have a friend like that. And I just pray that God would give you a friend like that as well. And even as much as we talk and even as much as she inspires me to be intentional about this in my life, during this conversation, it sparked new ideas for me. Once we stopped recording, I was like, oh my gosh, these are the things I'm thinking about now. Thank you so much. So I hope that that sparked the same kind of joy within you to be thinking about where you want to be traveling and really setting an intention for planning vacations and creating memories with your kids, also with your spouse, with your friends, and extended family as well. Now, during my interview, we talked about the Your Life Rocks Facebook group, and it is totally free to be part of that group. We pray for each other. We offer support. We share ideas and funny things that are happening throughout our week. And I am so excited to see where members of our community want to be traveling as part of their A, B, and C choices for things like their anniversary trips with their kids and all of everything in between. So if you're not yet part of that community, you can just search it up on Facebook or you can click the community link on yourliferocks.com and you will be linked right into the community there. I also want to remind you to download the Your Life Rocks app where you can get access to everything that we talk about on this show. All of the links from the show notes are in there. Plus, you can have access to the free weekly success planning course and our weekend prep planning tool. All of that is available for you inside the app. And of course, if you want to take it a step further and become a Life Balance member, support the show and truly redefine what balance looks like in your life, you can upgrade to Life Balance membership right inside the app. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me today. It sure was a fun conversation with Amber and we have even more in store for you next week. So until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.